Hey, it's Annie. Welcome to Finding Annie Surviving Narcissism and Abuse. I've actually been thinking about changing it to healing from narcissism and abuse because it just feels so much nicer. And I don't want to take that away from anybody um, because, you know, for anybody who has gone through or is going through abuse, you are surviving it. Uh, there are still people out in the world who are still going through this. And then, of course, there are people who are going through this who aren't even fully aware that they're in a relationship like this. So I understand the struggle. And it is a struggle. It's a complete struggle. And I am seeing this every single day with the groups that I'm in and with my clients, you know, where they are so focused on the hurt and the pain and what this person has done to them and the situations that they're in. And every day is a struggle. And it's not just a struggle for the people like us in the situations we've been, it's a struggle for everybody. And the reason I say that, I know in couple of my previous episodes I spoke about the uh, Cherokee Indian uh, story where the grandfather was speaking to his grandson about that there are two wolves inside of us and you have the wolf who is fear and anger resentment shame guilt and then there's the other wolf whom is love and peace and happiness and joy and you know these two wolves are constantly fighting each other and at the end of the day the wolf that's going to win out is the one that you feed the most and i know for me that i am very conscious of which wolf i feed the most and i sort of really want to talk about that today because that has been instrumental in my own healing I do really want to reiterate that it is very important to feel the emotions you're feeling. It's a grieving process. And how long grief goes on for, I don't have an answer to that question. I wish I could. I wish I could say, you know what, it's going to be another more, uh, one more week and you're going to be fine or a month. But grief is so different for everybody and grief is messy and there's so many emotions that come up for that because and especially in the situation when you've been in the relationship that we've been in when we're you know having dealt with a narcissist is it's so conflicting and that's the struggle it's the confliction within because you're trying to ascertain A, how the hell did I get here? And B, who is this person? How, how can this possibly be? How can it be that this person whom you think has your best interest at heart turns around and is like a completely different person? You had no idea. Well, in actual fact, we pro you probably did or you possibly did. There were definitely red flags. And I know that to be true for all my clients because they're like, oh yeah, there were definitely red flags, but uh, we tend to ignore those red flags. So 
the most important thing is do not ignore those red flags and and ignore your intuition because your intuition is absolutely your navigation it's your guidance system um, so that is definitely something that I will keep reiterating uh, and keep saying to everybody is just please follow your intuition do not do not ever ignore your intuition even if it seems crazy your higher self truly knows best and I know that that can seem hard especially when at the moment you're in the middle of what you feel is like a minefield um, and it is it's just a struggle but the real struggle is within because at the end of the day regardless of what other people say what other people don't say what other people do what other people don't do the only thing that you have control over is how you react and how you respond and how you truly feel about things that's the only thing that you've got control on because again we can't control the other people we cannot control the situation we can only control our own participation and the level that we choose to participate in if engaged hence that's why it's so important to go no contact or engage on a very limiting basis and try and keep it factual so just getting back to the struggle and you know those two walls i mean we have our ego self and we have our higher self and at the moment i guess you know you're truly hurting and there's going to be a sense of also abandonment a sense of rejection um, and it's just, I know you're in a world of pain. I, I really do. I, I completely get that. But what I guess I'm trying to say is part of the healing process and coming back to those two walls is really looking at the wolf that you're feeding the most. Because the thing is this, you are truly free. You have got this freedom now you are the ceo of your own life you get to drive your own boss your own bus sorry not your boss your own bus well um and this is where you have the opportunity to truly focus on what you want you are basically getting a second opportunity of life and what a beautiful chapter what a beautiful book that you can make now because you're no longer being controlled, you're no longer being gaslighted, you're no longer being manipulated, you know, and as time goes on, maybe at the moment you're still in the thick of it, but as time goes on, uh, definitely you have this opportunity where you will honestly be able to see the world differently. And I have mentioned in previous um, episodes about trying to take it from that eagle perspective or if you're looking at the courtroom and coming from the witness viewpoint because this is meant to be happening and I know right now you're probably like what the hell Annie there is no way I want this to be happening I didn't call upon this and I get that because I'd originally thought that too but after doing all the healing and all the work that I've done too everything happens for a reason 
Absolutely everything that happens in our lives happens for a reason, the good, bad and the ugly. And I know this is not something that you really probably want to hear right now because I know it was something that I truly didn't want to to face because I honestly thought that, you know, I would grow old with this person. And again, it's like being on the aeroplane, thinking, you know, here you are, you've packed your bags and you're flying to Italy and somehow or another you ended up in the Sahara Desert. Not quite where you thought you were going to be or end up. But the thing is this, the universe has this amazing way of shaking you up and putting you exactly where you're meant to be. And I'm going to say that again, the universe has such an amazing way of shaking you up and putting you exactly where you're meant to be. So look at your situation, try and once you sort of get through the initial grieving process, believe you me, there are still going to be triggers and there are definitely going to be moments where you fall down in the rabbit hole. But if you can try and get yourself to that point to look and go, you know what, what is the gift? What is the lesson that I am learning here? Because the thing is this. When you have been in a relationship of abuse and you come out of it, you have been given the greatest gift of all. And the greatest gift is of you learning to love and approve of yourself. And the more that you can truly learn to love and approve of yourself and just accept yourself for who you are, then I can tell you now, you're not going to be scared to sit at the table alone because you know who you are. You know your own self-worth. You know that you are valuable. And that is a gift because the situation or this person is they've taught you to learn to love and like yourself. And the other thing is this, it's predominantly our egos that keep us attached. It's our egos that keep us scared you know, and I think I've, I've been listening to uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. I absolutely love his work. And um, at the moment, Hay House have got his movie, The Shift, where you can view for free. So I absolutely highly recommend that you do that. And, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer talks about, you know, the ego. And the thing is, with the ego, we are so busy of thinking that, you know, what we have is who we are. You know, we, we look at things like what our bank balance is and the kind of house that we have and the cars that we drive and make sure that we have all of these toys. And, you know, we learn to identify ourselves based on these things. Except the thing is, the second that you lose any one of those things or you, lo you lose those things, you lose yourself because you had attached yourself to all of these things. And the other thing is when we have these attachments, like when we have been in these relationships and if you are looking that you are coming from your relationship with this person whom, yes, has love bombed you and um, 
you know, and of course you've been absolutely attracted to them from the start yourself. But if you look at where the space is that you were operating from that, if you're coming from a space of insecurity, and if you're coming from a space of not feeling worthy yourself, then you're going to equally attract somebody who's like that. Now, I'm not saying that, hey, yes, you deserve to attract this kind of person. Absolutely, you didn't. But the thing with a narcissist is they are very insecure people themselves. They don't like or love themselves. That's why people hurt other people is because they themselves are hurting. And I'm not saying it's right because it's not right and it's not okay to be treated this way, but they are damaged too. We've all come here basically to have a human experience. We are all spiritual beings having a human experience and we all have lessons in life to learn and to grow from. And so this is why when you can get through this period of grief and stuff like that, if you can look at the gift, look at the opportunities that you now have, now that you have stepped out of that relationship or you've been discarded out of that relationship, you know, I always think of this one quote that was always said, rejection is God's protection. And I thought, I really love that because for me, I'm in a much happier space. I have learned to love, like, and appreciate who I am and value myself. And I am making decisions that are based for the benefit of me also my children of course and those around me but i'm operating from a completely different space so when i do step into a relationship with somebody i'm not stepping into that relationship because i'm feeling insecure and feel that i need to be in a relationship because you know everybody else around me all my friends have got somebody and i'm not stepping into that relationship because oh my goodness, I'm 50 years of age and I'm getting older and I need someone. I'm stepping into that relationship as a woman who is awakened, who knows who she is and who knows her value. There is nothing more powerful than that. There is nothing more powerful than knowing who you are because you know what you bring to the table and we can all be both sides of the coin. You just get to choose who you wanna be like. You get to choose which side of the coin that you want to be. And the thing is this, you know, you are going to get everything that you want based on whom you're attracting because of the qualities that you're displaying. And I know that possibly sounds really harsh, but if you're feeling insecure and you're not feeling love within yourself and you don't like yourself and you don't approve of yourself, then you're going to then attract somebody exactly the same. And then all of a sudden, here is this relationship where people are being bound with each other based on this element of fear. That's not a good thing. That's not a great thing. And maybe people will last, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe relationships will last 50, 60 years, but they're coming from a space of being of two people whom um, are feeling extremely insecure. 
and does that make a happy relationship? I mean, I know that there are definitely couples out there who have been together for 30, 40, 50, 60 years, which is beautiful, which is great, but are they truly happy? Are they truly happy and have they both each had the opportunity where they can grow and been able to develop and step more into who they are? Because it's not about what you have and it's not about the car you drive and it's not about the job that you have. I mean, yes, it's important. It's important to you, but if you're not living who you truly are and if you're not living from a space of feeling at peace and feeling happy and a space of love then what's it all for there become then becomes this disassociation between the ego and your higher self that's why there's so much struggling and we can't get rid of the ego i mean the ego is definitely there to be with us it lives you know side by side with the higher self but the ego is definitely always the loudest and it's about getting the ego to calm down and allowing your higher self to have those quiet moments where the higher self is going to step in or your intuition is going to step in and it's interesting I was only chatting to a girlfriend today whom is going through a really rough time with her overt narcissist it's um oh it's horrendous as you can imagine because you know what it's like and you know and we were talking about this fear and talking about insecurity and we're talking about this control and of course you know I said to I said to her it's like he's a two-year-old in a sandpit because everything is his 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 and he's so used to having control he's been so used to manipulating you he's been so used to because you're so empathic because you're so nurturing and you're so loving that it never escalated to this kind of behavior because you would always pacify and you would give in first and give him what he always wanted. And I know that's my downfall. I absolutely did that because I did everything to keep the peace, but more predominantly was I did it because I wanted him to be happy. Unfortunately, when you do that, then you end up sacrificing your own happiness and you feel drained and you feel unplugged and you feel disassociated and you just feel like there's this massive gap within you. And I, for a very long time, couldn't understand why I was sort of feeling like that, but now I know. And that's the price that I paid because I predominantly put everybody else's happiness, especially my former partner's happiness way before me because I shut down. And then it was like it was just easier just to do that. But getting back to, to the conversation with the ego is they're so used to having control and they see themselves, this is their world, okay? You were in their world and they wanted you in your world, but then they feel that they can toss you aside whenever they choose to. And like I was saying to her today, because you haven't stepped back into the relationship because okay he has said you know uh almost 12 months ago he doesn't no longer wants to be in that relationship and then you know he's gone back and forth on that it's been like a yo-yo she's not stepping back into the arena 
And so therefore, his behaviour is getting worse because he's no longer got control. He is losing control. And coming back to the intuition, I know for me, and definitely in two parts for myself, here I was, you know, feeling completely broken, feeling completely scared, feeling completely broken down because my ex had said that he no longer wanted to be married to me. And of course I'm very upset and I'm crying. But what was interesting was he made the comment to me and he said, you're not even begging me to stay. Now, if it was my ego talking, my ego would have been begging him to stay because of the insecurity and because of the love that I felt for him and because of my family unit and I didn't want to break that down. But instead, the words that came out of my mouth were, I will never, ever, ever beg anybody to stay in a relationship with me. If you don't want to be married to me, that's okay. You don't have to be married to me, but I will never beg anybody to be in a relationship with me. And it's not until now that I look back and, you know, having had this conversation with my girlfriend that I go, that was my intuition speaking because, oh no, <laughs> egotistically, my ego was like, what the hell are you saying? No, 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 Annie. Oh my God, I can't believe you've said that. I can't believe you've done that. But it was. And my intuition, and I'm sure you will find that over the length of time and, and stuff like that, if you look back, there'll be absolutely moments in time where your intuition, your higher self has spoken for you. And I know that I have had that happen quite a number of times for me. And, you know, and there are definitely times where I've absolutely gone, what the hell did I say that for? Where did that come from? You know, and then there's this like this little internal battle. You can imagine the conversation. Um, but it is because intuitively your higher self is stepping up. Your higher self is saying, you know what, enough, enough is enough. And you will get to that point. So if at the moment you are in the thick of that relationship and you you're you're like the yo-yo you know you you're back and forth or going sort of up and down just know there will get to a point where basically your psyche or your higher self will go you know what enough is enough now enough is enough and you'll be taken out of that situation because like i said the universe is going to shake you up and the universe will put you exactly where you'll need to be and at the moment, it may not be exactly where you truly want to be. Like I said, it's like, you know, hopping on the aeroplane thinking you're flying to Italy and then somehow or another you end up in the Sahara Desert. Very two completely different landscapes. But you will always be where you are meant to be. And the other thing that I have also learned is that everything is always working out for my highest good absolutely everything and if everything is working out for my highest good then everything is working out for your highest good too so hug the cactus it hurts grief is messy the situation you're in is ugly and your emotions are all over the place i get it it is like honestly 
you've dropped a glass full of marbles and you have got marbles all over the floor and those marbles are representing your emotions. They're everywhere. Try and take the time to focus on getting back to you. And that really could be just sitting there and closing your eyes and just breathing in and breathing out and doing that for a few moments. And some people will go, well then what's the difference between the ego and how do you know that you're connected with your higher self? Because whatever you do, if you are feeling love, happiness, peace, and joy, then you know you're on the right track. If you're feeling other than that, then that's your ego talking. Because the ego is the fear. The ego is the one that's going to tell you, no, no, stay in that relationship because what are you going to do? You don't have enough money. You can't afford to do this. Where are you going to end up? Where are you going to go? The world's scary out there. You're better off staying where you are because it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't. And um, I'm not going to tell you what's right for you. But I do know this, that if you're in a relationship like that, if you're in a relationship where you are not truly feeling in harmony with yourself, then I highly recommend that you look at getting out or you take the necessary steps to get out because it's so important for yourself to be in alignment and question yourself. Is it your ego talking or is it your higher self talking? And again, the stuff that we go through, there are always going to be events that happen in our lives, painful, ugly, horrible, and hurtful. But it's about getting yourself through the other side and looking for the gift in everything. So every time that I have felt triggered, every time that I've had felt a bit angry, I've always managed to take a step back and go, okay, why am I feeling triggered about this? What is it about this situation that I'm feeling triggered for? Do I need to still work on stuff and bring that to the surface and release it? And nine times out of 10, it is. Because at the end of the day, everything that's happening is, you know, Louise Hay always said, if you imagine your turkey pan and you've cooked your roast turkey and your roast veggies over a Thanksgiving dinner, you know, we go to clean up. The pan has got all of that stuff stuck to it. And we can't just, it's not easy just to scrape off right there and then in that second. So what do we do? We let it soak overnight. We let the stuff float to the surface. This is what these events are. It's the stuff, the gunk that's coming up from the bottom, that's coming up to the top that you get to work on and you get to release it. And the more you release it and the more you keep peeling back the layers, so to speak, the more you get to know who you are, the more you get to love, like, and appreciate who you are. So now is truly the time to heal you. And again, I don't want to take away what you're going through because I know what you're going through and it takes time. It really does. But it's also really important to heal from this because you do not want to keep carrying this stuff around you. You just, you do not. Because, you know, I see people now who have been holding on to stuff for the past 10 years and they are so 
riddled with resentment and there's bitterness. And that's just, that's not a great way to live. Who wants to be bogged down in that negative energy? No, thank you. So, next week, we are going to truly start focusing on healing and how we go about really healing ourselves. I truly want to thank you so much for chiming in and listening. I really do appreciate you. I value you. I wish you an absolute wonderful week full of love, laughter, happiness, joy, and abundance. If you would like to reach out, then please get in contact via email at mahalo living, M-A-H-A-L-O living, L-I-V-I-N-G at iCloud.com or on Facebook under Annie Neal, A-N-N-I-N-E-I-L-L or again on Instagram, which is Mahalo, M-A-H-A-L-O underscore living, L-I-V-I-N-G. And if you would like to know any information regarding upcoming workshops that I've got going on or some individual coaching where I can work with you just one-on-one and more specified to your needs at the current moment, then by all means, please reach out to me to those Um, avenues and again thank you ever so much go and have the best week ever and thanks for listening much love to you take care of you